are entrepreneurs that are making so much more than profit in their enterprises. They are creating businesses that really add value to others, and so can you. Welcome to Be More, Achieve More, Inspiration for the Entrepreneurial Mind with Chris Cooper. If you're looking for ways to develop your entrepreneurial spirit while you contribute to a better world, you'll want to stay tuned for the next hour. Now, here's your host, Chris Cooper. Hi, this is Chris Cooper of BeMoreAchieveMore.com, and it's uh, great to be back for uh, another show this week. And I'm delighted to have my guest, uh, Joe Simpson, uh, on the line, and uh, we shall be talking shortly about values. But firstly, I just wanted to say, um, again, a thank you to Jim Beach for joining the show last week. I thought he brought a a fascinating perspective on entrepreneurialism, and he's certainly got me thinking. One of the things I certainly remember from that is about getting in, into the corridor. So actually, rather than just thinking about something, uh, get into the corridor and start to make it happen. Uh, since last week, uh, I'm still on a bit of a high, actually, um, so this week, actually, from a, a strategy and development day that I ran with my Achiever program group. And I was just really proud of the progress they're making. So I wanted to mention them. I wanted to say well done as well to, to Jackie Moody McNamara. She's who's been offered a fabulous new operations director role this week. You deserve it. Um, also to everybody on that program this week for clarifying your strategies this year with the group and for all the feedback and ideas that you gave each other. It was just brilliant. Um, we have businesses there ranging from consultancy to walking tours in northern Spain, even to the manufacture and selling of high-quality steel-boned corsets. And uh, thanks for sharing some of those samples with us, Peter Ashley, because you certainly raised the temperature in the room. Um, if you're interested in finding more about this program, go to bemorechimol.com. There's currently only four places left on this particular group, and we're interviewing potential new additions to the group now. So let's talk today about values. Values are a subject that I feel very passionate about and often help my corporate clients with. And therefore, I thought it was really appropriate to have somebody on the show to talk about this area with me. Literally at the heart of every decision that you make, every relationship you encounter and every goal you achieve, whether you're consciously aware of it or not, your values influence them. They really do influence the results that you achieve. For people with an entrepreneurial mindset, it's particularly important when your business is very much going to reflect your values. Joe Simpson is a leading authority on inspiration, on values-based leadership. And through the successes she's achieved in her international work, she's going to discuss with me how living and leading from your core values, which are your, your personal motivators, they're what's important to you, is the key to success in all areas of your life. On the show, we're going to discuss why your core values are so important and how when, when you are aligned with these, performance transformation can take place. We'll also be discussing what the common problems are when you and under your company are not in line with your values and what the consequences are of businesses that only pay lip service to values. You know, values are something that we're all perceiving as being so important in this changing world at the moment. And For example, Jo just told me that she's spoken about it 10 times already in January. Now, Joe's journey to Dubai um, occurred in 2005, and it inspired her to establish her company and to pioneer coaching and mentoring in the Middle East, where she helped to transform the business and management culture of numerous international and locally based organizations. And I think she probably also dispelled a myth that we might have that you know, a, a female leader uh, can will find it more difficult to set up an entrepreneurial business in the Middle East, and she's really proved that uh, not to be the case. 
companies entrusted her with uh, working with their senior leaders, companies like Barclays Bank and Microsoft and Nokia, Suisse, a number of companies that you will know well or may have heard of. And in 2009, Joe made an intuitive decision to return to the UK, where she continues to do her work in the world of executive coaching and values-based leadership. Her latest book is called The Restless Executive. It's a values-driven journey of discovery and transformation, and it will be published later this year. Joe and I have met a number of times, and my perception is that she's not only super intelligent and inspiring, but also she's a very nice person. So welcome, Joe Simpson. Thank you, Chris. Thank you for that lovely introduction. So how are you today? I'm very well. I'm very well. I'm in a um, great mood, glad to be on the show, and um, looking forward to a ski holiday tomorrow. So yeah, I'm good. I told you not to rub that one in. <laughs> <laughs> it's not fair. <laughs> I, I, I found skiing and young children has uh, not quite uh, enabled me to go the last few years, but uh, I'm sure you'll have a lovely time, and I'm sure you'll think about me while you're while you're doing it. And oh, we, we can we can we can help you with that. We can get you get your goal in line with your values, and and get you on the ski slope. <laughs> so, so Joe, do you want to start off by sort of sharing with us? What, from your perspective, are values and also how are they formed? Absolutely. I think values are what are the most important things to us in our life and the things that we enjoyed. And, you know, you said there in your introduction, Chris, about them being our personal motivators. You know, once we know what our true values are, they are our guiding force. They are driving everything we're doing. And, and a lot of people are not fully aware of, of what their values are. And from where they're formed, you know, they're formed from our life experiences. And, and you know, some might say, do we have them before we're born or they're formed in very early childhood? Um, you know, for example, if let's take one that, that might um, resonate with a lot of people, you know, honesty, you know, the way we're brought up um, helps us to form our values and, and honesty may be one of them. Um, you look at some children who are very, very creative and sometimes the parents say, I don't know where that came from. But if that's something that's important to somebody as they grow up, then that might be a value to one person where it might not be to another. So that they're what matter most to us and formed to us by, you know, at an early age or even before. So, so when you say even before, do you mean through genetics sort of imprinting and Possibly. I mean, it's just, I think it's, whether it's from um, genetics or, um, you know, there's something inherent there, yes, in the DNA, um, you know, and I'm not a scientist, but, you know, you look at and what is it that makes some children creative and somebody might be, the other one might be very studious and academic. And, and yes, that may come from parents, um, you know, but I'm sure we all know people where, Sometimes, as it you think, where where does that come from? So, and I don't have the the scientific answers, but but somewhere within um, within our DNA, I'm sure. So, do you think uh, some of it? I think you alluded to as well may come through our life experiences. May, is it that we made a particular decision at a point in time that something was important to us? Yes, it could be. Yes, it might be that we've seen an event. Um, you know, it may be that we've seen somebody being unfair to somebody else. Let's you know take. Um, you seen somebody bully another child when you're young and you might see that as being really unfair or injustice and it activates something in you, you know, which as a result gets you really strong and thinking, you know, fairness is really important. You know, I, I, you know fairness and justice is really important. So sometimes it's, it's the result of seeing an event that triggers us 
in a negative way that quite often the opposite of that is very, very important. And that becomes one of our um, values that we hold most dear. You know, for me, it's, it's, it's truth. Um, you know, if somebody says to me, Joe, what is it that you really don't like? Uh, deceit. So, you know, you flip that over, the opposite is truth. And, that, and that's quite often um, how we can, we can find out what is most important to us. So, so can we, you mentioned words like truth, uh, like tr- uh, trust, I think you mentioned trust, uh, creativity you certainly mentioned. Are they, gen- are they generally value something that you can summarise in a single word then? Yeah, normally, and, and again, I'm not here to sort of put words on anybody's values because, you know, they're your values. So um, they tend to be single words. Um, so it might be creativity, honesty, freedom, security. Um, I have making a difference in my values. That's three words, but something short because it's best to keep it simple because you have more than one value. You know, there's no magic number. Some people have five, eight, ten, whatever the number. Um, so it is keeping that simple and then also looking at what those words mean to you. Because let's say um, quite a few of us have um, honesty. Let's stick with honesty. Honesty is a value. And we were to write down on a piece of paper, what does honesty mean to us? You know, I'm going to pretty much guarantee you we wouldn't get an exact match. You know, if you're writing three, four words or a sentence around honesty, we would all write our own interpretation around it. So keeping the words simple, but then understanding that they will all mean something different um, to each of us. Yes, yes. I mean, on, I guess honesty is quite an interesting one because there could be quite a lot of variations. Most people would say they're honest. However, uh, you know, is, for example, um, talking about your child, uh, Father Christmas or Santa Claus. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, then they could have another, another value of fun that, um, you know, that, that, that might activate in there. But, uh, yes, I suppose, um, yeah. <laughs> fantasy and fun might also be important too and you know creating dreams for children you know how important is that that's okay so i mean for me honesty is also very important uh, however i just always thinking about so this morning my this morning my son was not heading off to school getting his clothes on to head off to school very quickly and i know that sometimes there's nothing that i could say to him that will actually speed him up except one thing and that might be um well you know how would you feel about explaining being late to mr turner that's his headmaster <laughs> <laughs> he runs out the door at an incredible speed <laughs> ah so what's important to him about that so yeah and and, and is uh, am i being honest because probably he wouldn't have to explain himself if he was late am, am i going against my values i don't know chris are you but <laughs> <laughs> i think what you're doing with your son you, you're getting him to think about what's important to him so um that's very true <laughs> um so, so you know you're, you're helping him shape that shape his there his <laughs> headmaster's about to feature in my book because he has a huge influence on his on his activities and he's not even there so so let's move on to so why are they so important when it comes to achieving more joe I think they're vital when it comes um, to achieving more, Chris, because quite often people will set their goals and visions without a solid foundation. And to me, the values are the foundation, because if I'm going to set a goal, um, you know, to become a lawyer in five years time, for example, and then I look at my values and I look at what's important to me, if my values don't fit with that goal, I'm not going to be very motivated towards achieving it. And a lot of people set their goals first 
without aligning them to these words that are important to us. So it's knowing what it is that drives you. They help us set our goals, our visions, and our objectives. And when they're, they're in a line, we're much more likely to achieve them. Um, they also help us to make decisions because if you've got a tough decision to make and you're not so sure whether to say yes or no to it, you know, if in doubt, get your values out. Does this decision fit with your values, which are who you are? Um, you know, if so, yes. If not, no. I make that sound very simple. Probably requires a little bit more thinking there. But, you know, fundamentally, that is it. Yes. So, okay. That's, uh, yeah, that makes, that makes a lot of, lot of sense, Joe. Um, so, so it's got to be really in terms of setting your goals, you should also be aware of what your values are too. And then, yeah. and then you can, it, and I can think of a good example kind of with myself when it comes down to, to family. I think, uh, I, I had a bit of a, a challenge. I've realized recently that I'm traveling all around the country, but actually what's really important to me is also spending quality time with my family, which I, I generally do, but, uh, Maybe sometimes some of my goals aren't quite consistent with that, and I think I have to revise my objectives to maybe you know do a bit more local work as well, or make sure I'm using systems like Skype and what have you. Yeah, and I think and what I'm hearing from you there, Chris, is that you're very aware of what yours are, so you can make the adjustments as you as you go along and think, you know, okay, well, what can I do to get that you know love and connection with my family? Maybe if I'm away, that quality time, I'll I'll use Skype. Um, Sometimes when people are not aware of what their values are, they'll just get a sort of a frustration feeling inside and know something's not quite right, um, but are not sure what to do about it. Mm. And it helps you to make more informed decisions because you know why something's happening. And, you know, talking there about family, you know, knowing our values also help our relationships. Because if you know yourself a lot better and the things that are most important to you, that drive you, that make you tick... It goes a very long way to helping understand other people because, you know, I can, I can then ask my questions to you, you know, say you and I were going to do some work together, for example, um, because I know what's important to me. That would enable me to ask you questions like, you know, Chris, you know, what's important to you? And if we're to work together, um, you know, what would have to happen in this situation? And, OK, honesty is important to you. It's important to me, too. We keep using honesty today, don't yeah. we? Um, um, but then I'd also say to you, you know, what does honesty mean to you, Chris, just to make sure we understand each other's definitions of this. So not only business relationships, it absolutely is amazing in your personal relationships as well, because what drives one person might not drive the other. Um, yeah. So it's really important to know what it is that's um, making your partner tick too. So so actually, there's some some key, some questions that we should ask to uh, tease some of that out. Yes. And they always, they always say that when we get married or we, we find a partner, we're kind of um, marrying somebody who's uh, almost a, a part of our unconscious mind because we, we have a view of how they should be. <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and actually, they don't always uh, match totally. <laughs> no, because we sort of tend to see the world through our own filters. Yeah. So, um, you know, uh, okay, getting me down the relationship route now here, Chris, I have to be careful. <laughs> um, yeah, we, we see the world through our filters. So the things that make us up, that make us tick and the different meanings we have. And, you know, our values also have a priority order. You know, what's right at the top of somebody's list is the most important, might be important to somebody else, 
but it might not be at the top of their list. Fantastic. We'll talk a bit more about that after the commercial break. So we're about to go to a commercial break. We'll be back with you very shortly. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. If you are looking for creative ways to improve your bottom line, tune in to Make Your Move with Alan and Brian Bolio. Their proven track record of helping businesses enhance their profitability will provide the basis for a forum about actionable items based on a business person's perspective. The program will be business talk, but with an economic context, so you'll know how to stay ahead of the game. Make Your Move is broadcast live every Monday afternoon at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Have you planned for your retirement yet? If you are a public sector employee, perhaps not. Studies have shown that employees of schools, educational institutions, governments, nonprofits, and public safety may lack the information they need to effectively prepare for retirement. For the answers you need, tune in to Lessons in Retirement, Retirement Planning for Public Sector Employees with host Jim Bishop, broadcasting live every Wednesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. It's sure to pay off in your future. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are tuned in to Be More, Achieve More with your host, Chris Cooper. If you have a question or comment about our show, please direct your emails to info at bemoreachievemore.com. That's info at bemoreachievemore.com. Now, back to Chris Cooper. Hi, this is Chris Cooper of bemoreachievemore.com, and I'm delighted to have uh, Joe Simpson with me at the moment. We're talking about values. So, and before the values we were talking about, so break, we were talking about why values are important to achieving more. And I wonder, Joe, are values something that are static or they change over time? It's an interesting question, Chris. It's one that I get asked a lot. Um, now, my belief is that our core values um, don't actually change. But different events that might happen in our life might affect the importance of those. Um, or we can drift away from them. So, you know, for example, let's say that somebody has a value of security and, you know, while they're sort of going through their teenage years, maybe their 20s, it might not figure that highly for some people. And then say a life event happens, maybe they, you know, get married or, you know, they they take a job and they're the main breadwinner, they have children, that value might come a lot higher up the priority scale. So th- while the words themselves don't actually change too much, the priority order of them might, depending on life events. And then kind of on the other side of that is that people can also drift away for the, from their values. Um, I don't know if anybody listening has ever had um, a midlife crisis, but this is where the midlife crisis can occur, um, or soul awakening, as I like to call it. You know, suddenly you, you wake up one day and think, what have I got in my life? Why has this happened? Or, you know, I've climbed the corporate ladder. I'm at the top. Um, where's my partner? Oh, my children have grown up. Or um, I've been so had my head down in my own business, I've not noticed what's been going on around me. How did that happen? And 
this again sort of comes back a little bit to what we were saying before about setting goals is where sometimes people set goals on what they think they should do or what might be good for them to do or they might be driven by achievement and I've got to achieve 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 and suddenly they get to where they think they wanted to go and they ask the question why and this is when the goal has not been set on the values. I mean, Stephen Covey talks about it in Seven Habits of Highly Effective People as the guy who climbed the ladder, uh, the guy who climbed the ladder of success, only to find out it was leaning on the wrong wall. And you know, people can just sort of drift away from what's important. I think he was writing about me. How <laughs> <laughs> was he? <laughs> what happened to you then? I can relate to that. <laughs> yes, no, I, I can just, I can just see that having, you know. Um, I was probably somebody who, um, certainly through my corporate career, wanted to you know, get on and, and every 18 months grow into a bigger job. And eventually I kind of found myself almost in my sort of dream job. But when I got there, I realized I didn't like it. <laughs> yeah. you know, it wasn't that great, you know. <laughs> okay, it was being paid well, but um, but actually um, I didn't like it. It didn't actually fit fully with my value set and also the nature of the work, you know. Was uh, you know I was at the time I was looking after um, the logistics for five and a half thousand pubs and restaurants and um, not being the the most detailed of people that was quite a big ask. Fortunately, I had good people around me who could handle that. Um, but you know the the complexities of it were not um, something that really excited me uh, greatly. So um, mm-hmm. yeah, maybe I had the ladder slightly against the wrong wall with the the vocation and. Yeah, me too. I've been through that scenario as well. But you know, it, it's um, you know, we we look back and we can sort of see the reasons why. And I think we have. For me, I had that defining moment when I discovered what my values were. And um, you know, quite often we know something's not quite right, but it's it's how you put your finger on it. So talk to me. I, I'm interested <laughs> about how values you know, became <laughs> important to you and how they you know impacted your life and your business when you discovered them. Well, I think it was, um, I knew something wasn't right. I was working, um, this is about almost eight years ago. I was, my background is in banking. I was working in the city of London um, and to the outside world, had an amazing job in the city of London um, that involved a lot of global travel. And I was working for a, a banking software company at the time. Um, and I'm not quite sure how I got into software because most of my background has been in, in people development. And um, I thought, you know, great. I've not, I've not traveled when I was younger. I'll, I'll travel and freedom is one of my values. I didn't know this at the time, but I, I do now. Um, and so I, I applied for this job based on the travel. And for the first two years, it was great. I was going to places I'd never been before. You know, I was traveling across from um, the coast of California, you know, through Europe, Middle East, Asia. It was, it was, it was, it was great until it was, I was seeing inside of hotel rooms, on and off planes. My health was suffering. I didn't have time to see my family and friends. Um, I ended up at a chiropractor regularly and and um, and she became the voice of reason and said, Joe, how long are you going to carry on like this? And I think I had a bit of an awakening. I, I walked out of her office one day and um, instead of going back to the tube station in London, I walked up to Kensington Park and, and sat there and thought, you know, what is it I want to do? And sort of professional coaching sort of popped into my head. So um, the following Sunday, I found myself at an open day to study to become a professional coach. And it was during my study, becoming a coach, that I worked on my own values. And 
when they just popped out in black and white that I've got values around my top values, energy, truth, love, connection, number five, freedom. And I'd actually gone for a job to activate my freedom value, but the, the more important ones that were above it were all suffering. Um, and, and I wasn't in line with any of them. And, and this is what happens. So, so seeing it in black and white made me realize exactly what it was. Um, I then took steps to engineer my redundancy and it then set up my coaching and leadership coaching business. And I uh, was going to do that in London through a random opportunity. I, uh, I went out to Dubai to do it instead. So it was all good fun, still meeting the values and um, absolutely love what I do. I hope you can hear that in my voice now. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And I, and I can completely agree with you. And for me, freedom was uh, is a really important value of mine as well. And um, and actually doing my own thing. I mean, my work now is not maybe conventional by um, by many people's perspective. Certainly not my my family who would sort of see you going and getting a job for life. Um, but I have uh, I have great freedom, and that I love to travel as well within the context of a family. And uh, yeah, it's uh, it's great when you realise those things that you can actually start to design your life around them. Absolutely. And I think what you say there, like for yourself within the context of a family, and, and for me, it was recognising that freedom wasn't my main driver. It was important. But if I haven't got the things above it, like energy, which is my health and vitality and truth, um, you know, in terms of integrity, there were, there, were, there were things that weren't quite working out, which I won't go into detail, and that didn't sit with me. Um, the whole love and connection with family and friends. Um you know, they weren't in a line. So this is when I was getting this this feeling inside of, of restlessness. Yes, yes. So, so actually you get, you get a feeling of restlessness. And um, do, do you think if people are feeling restless at the moment who are listening to this and feeling that things are not quite right, um, is that because they're not maybe living in line with their values at the moment? I would pretty much guess it would be that they're, they're either not living in line with what's important to them because sometimes what happens is we get conditioned by what's going on externally and think that, okay, I'm working in this company, um, I should be like this because this, this is how they might expect me to be. So people lose a sense of who they are um, and there's this feeling that they know it's not quite right but can't put their, their finger on it. And, and sometimes we get conflicts going on within our own values. Um, you know, my brother, for example, he um, he's recently set up his own business and he's wanted to do it for the last five or six years. And um, he's got very high values around freedom and security. So he'd got a fight going on internally between I want the freedom of my own business, but I want the security of, you know, the regular pay. Um and, and I did a little bit of work with him around his values and, and, and eventually he, he sort of um, took the leap and, he, and he's never looked back. But it took him a bit of time to do that because he was wrestling with that freedom, security, freedom, security. And that's a real, I could, there's a real dilemma, isn't it? You, yes. You can be really stuck with that. That's a great, uh, great example. Um, so just, uh, we've got about three minutes before we go to commercial break. I just wondered, uh, Joe, how many of the problems in the world then you know, let's take this to a bigger scale. Oh, we, talk about, a big about, we can talk about countries. You know, maybe we can maybe you can sort it all out for us uh, right in just here. three minutes. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, how um, do you think? How many of those problems do you think come down to different value sets? Um, that, that's interesting because when 
we hear a lot of people saying about the problems that we're having in the world. Well, for people to think there's a problem, it's how they perceive it. So people are perceiving that there's problems. So they're looking at the, the problems in the world through their own set of filters. So you know, kind of what that highlights to me is that what might be important to people is things like love, connection, you know, sharing, peace, maybe, um, you know, these sorts of things. If people have got values around some of those words that I've just shared, and then when you see an event that is a, is a problem or there's a disaster happening in the world that you don't like, the reason you don't like it is because it doesn't fit with what's important to you. Um, and because we're thinking you know that the different things that are going on in the world with either through politics or through natural disasters then yes i think there's it, it's clashing with a lot of people's values and, and i guess big business is, uh, is one of those things isn't it yes you know, you know the authenticity of big business yeah i think and a lot of businesses are struggling at the moment um you know, with the fact that, you know, there might have been a time, I think it's changing, that people were just driven in business to achieve, 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 um, and maybe looking at some of the material things in life, and I know I need to have this, I need to have that, and um, because of what's happening, people are, people don't choose to look at what's important. At some point, the world will force you to do that. I think people are now really looking inward a bit more, and certainly from, you know, the people I've been working with recently, companies are coming to me you know, and asking for help on this sort of stuff. Um, and what, wanting to look at what is important and how can we build a more sustainable business. Mm. And I guess there are also there are com companies out there who have a set of values, but actually their their culture, their behaviour, the way they're doing things is not consistent. Um, yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Absolutely. Because they might have a set of values that um, might just be um, wallpaper, so they've got them up on the wall but they're not really living them, making decisions or acting in line with them. Um, and then behaviours get conditioned. So again, people sort of may work in a large organisation and think, well, this is how this person's behaving. And, and, and as a leader, I should act like this. And I need to tell people what to do. And I need to not make sure this doesn't happen. I need to control this. And, you know, nine times out of 10, that isn't who that person really is. But they behave in a way in what they think is a... I'm not even going to say a leader, but a manager um, needs to act. Fantastic. So, Joe, we're going to go to a commercial break now. Um, but what I'd love to get into after the break is maybe helping people who are listening um, understand their own values. So Absolutely. We'll get, so let's do that after yeah. the break. Be delighted to. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. Entrepreneurial Insights is your weekly excursion into the world of business ownership. Presented by Sunbelt Business Brokers, the leading business brokerage and intermediary firm in the world, Entrepreneurial Insights will examine critical issues that impact both existing and prospective business owners. If you own or want to own a small business, listen for Entrepreneurial Insights with John Davies, Pino Boccinello, and Matt Ottaway. Fridays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. No family can 
can survive on two incomes anymore, let alone one. If you are supplementing your family's income working from home, then tune into The Cash Flow Show, Direct Sales Radio. Host Deb Vixler brings you sales tips, lead generation systems, and best business practices that guarantee direct sales success. Whether you're looking for a little extra cash or a career change, The Cash Flow Show, Direct Sales Radio, will give you proven systems that will work in your home business. The Cash Flow Show, every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific Time, on the Voice America Business Channel. Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business. You are tuned in to Be More, Achieve More with your host, Chris Cooper. If you have a question or comment about our show, please direct your emails to info at bemoreachievemore.com. That's info at bemoreachievemore.com. Now, back to Chris Cooper. Hi, this is Chris Cooper, back again with my special guest, Joe Simpson, and we're talking about values. So what I really want to do now for people who listen to this call, Joe, is maybe help them to understand how do I identify my own values? Okay, I'd be delighted to help with that. Um, I think the more people that actually know what's important to them and, and acting with it, the better. Um, there's a few questions that you can, I'm going to say here, ask yourself um, it sometimes works a lot better if you get somebody else to, to ask you this, um, but perhaps not your partner. And I'll explain why in a moment. Um, but just sort of first questions, what is important to you? So, you know, what is important to you? Somebody might say my family. And then just take that a little bit further. What does your family give you? So the answers to that might be things like joy, love, fun belonging, security. And these words that um, pop out underneath that are likely to be your potential values. Um, other things that you can ask yourself, what is it you enjoy doing? Uh, and I promised I wouldn't rub this in, Chris, but I'm going skiing tomorrow. <laughs> so You're not. I am. <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> so, you know, I enjoy skiing. What does skiing give me? It gives me freedom. It gives me connection. It gives me energy. It gives me, you know, fun. So you can look at the things. The, the, the high-level questions are what is important and what do you enjoy? And then take that a little bit further. What is it that that gives you? And you'll notice that the example I gave there about skiing, also if I was to look at my business, what is it that I enjoy in my business? You know, love, connection, truth, freedom, you know, making a difference. There's similarities in the words that come out. Um, so it's looking at different aspects of your life and, and asking those questions. And the reason I just say a word of caution with your partner, because if you say to your partner what's important to you and they don't give the answer that matches yours, um, you know, that there could be a little bit of, uh, of um, friction there, maybe. <laughs> well, like like you so <laughs> yes, you're important you're important dear <laughs> yeah oh what's important to you oh you know i'm on my work my business that's not right you can't say that you know what about me what about me so uh <laughs> where do i, I come do, on? <laughs> i do give a word of caution around that one so uh it's good to get the words out first and then then discuss them with each other uh and in all honesty it is actually um you can do so much on your own, but it is really good to, um, you know, ideally a coach really, because they're trained to listen 
um, for different things that that come out and can feed that back to you. But you can make a really good start um, by, by asking yourself those questions. And actually, one more that I talked about earlier when we were looking about where values come from, and often people get this one quickest. What is it that really frustrates you or really makes you angry? And whatever that is, whatever the opposite is, so, you know, if you say, what is it that frustrates you and say, I hate injustice, I really don't like injustice. Well, what is the opposite of injustice? And it may be fairness. And that is likely to be a very strong value. Fantastic. I think that question that you mentioned there, the very powerful one is what's important to you? Because, of course, the value is what's important to you, isn't it? Yes. Um, I, I find sometimes with, with I'm coaching people, actually just repeating that question. So what's important to you? What else is important to you? Is there yes. anything else that's important? Actually starts teases out those values. Yeah, um, absolutely. Absolutely, Chris. And, um, you know, and to expand it into sort of specific areas of your life, what's important to you in your business, what's mm. important to you in your home life. Um, yeah, perfect. Fantastic. So how, how then can we so, we, so assuming now people have maybe done that exercise and they're understanding their own values, what if we have values that are not serving us or working for us? How can we go about changing them? Mm, yes. Um, so if our value, it's normally what can happen is we ourselves might sabotage that value. So, you know, we have a value that we say it's important to us, um, yet sometimes we're not living in line with it. Let me think of an example here. Uh, let's say somebody's got a value around health and energy and health is really important to them, yet they're not eating healthily or exercising. So you could say there's a bit of a dichotomy there because is it important to you, yet you're not living in line with it? So there could be something greater, like a greater need that's, that's um, getting the attention more. So that's one of the things that might be happening when, you know, if, if they're not working for us. And what happens underneath all our values is that we, um, we have our own set of rules, Chris. <laughs> so whenever we've got um, a value, let's take, let's take love. So let's say that love is a value to somebody and um, if they have a rule around it that they are not in control of, then that value won't be met. So if I had a rule that said my partner needs to tell me every day that he loves me in order for that value to be met and me to feel fulfilled, I've just set myself up to fail because I've put somebody else in control of my values. So a healthier way of looking at that would be to say, what love means to me is that I give love to my partner, I share my love with others. Now, I'm now in control of that value. Um, and that, that's getting a little bit deep, but we, we do run these rules unconsciously um, on, under all of our values. And some really serve us. You know, some are healthy, some are unhealthy. I, th I think um, I think money's a really good example because you quite often hear people say, oh, yeah, I don't think money's important. Now, usually, that usually maybe maybe a bit contentious here. They're broke <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because they put money very low in terms of their priority list. There's maybe somebody who might have it at the top of the list, and it might be, you know, money at all costs. So yes, 
Uh, yeah, and, and that's another interesting one is um, if something is at the top of your list that um, maybe isn't isn't serving you in other areas, it might be money at all costs. Other things I've seen people put have at the top of their list is like achievement or recognition. And we just have to be a bit careful with, with some of those values. It's not saying that they're not values, they are, but it is just making sure that if you are driven by achievement or recognition or money, that it's not at the expense of something else like your health and your relationships and absolutely absolutely and, and i think the money one just to take that a bit further i would ask people if, if that if that is resonating that money is important my question again is what does money give you because does it give you freedom does it give you security if so they are healthier words to look at as your values yes yes okay that sounds uh very helpful and so what therefore if we went we went around sort of changing our values or maybe maybe it's a question of maybe trying to shift the priority of some of them so for example if you had money right at the top and it was affecting your health and uh, etc what what sort of benefits might people expect to see um, well, if, if they, yes, the priority order is key because, you, you know, you, you, they're your values, you're in control of it. So, you know, you can change the order of them. Um, and if it was either money or recognition, it was moved lower down and, and health was moved higher up um, and people made that the priority, it then has a knock-on effect on the other values. You know, so so for me, my, my number one value is actually energy. It used to be freedom. When I talked about that job in London I had that um, took me traveling all over the world that I ended up exhausted and nearly burnt out, um, I had freedom at the top. So what I was doing, I was my life was being driven. Everything had to give me freedom. And it had some consequences. So that's still important to me. It's just not as high up um, anymore. Yeah, it's what's sparking off for me there actually was um, I worked in Australia for a little while and I had an opportunity to work there much longer. But while I was there, uh, my mother became ill. Um, and uh, suddenly for me, what I realized was that I wasn't a lot of help being the opposite side of the world. <laughs> and the family value, I realized, was you know more important. Uh, yes. so, uh, so that's you know, had a, an impact on, I guess, where I live. Yeah, absolutely. And I think um, I suppose many people can resonate with that. And I certainly can. I was living in Dubai for five years and I had the same um, situation with my dad. Um, he was taken very ill. And um, it, 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 I think that was what triggered me to relook at my life and actually just check in on our values, because it's something we need to look at every day. You know, even though I'm working with this and I like to think that I do know mine inside out, um, I always take the opportunity to check in, and, and I had the same situation. Um, thankful to say he's he's very well and alive and kicking, and I think he's listening in. So, um, yeah. <laughs> Hi, Joe's dad. <laughs> and uh, uh, yeah, my my mother's well too. So that's uh, that's good. That's great. And um, yeah, I hope you hope you're enjoying the show. Your daughter's doing very well. <laughs> <laughs> Should be very proud of her. So, <laughs> so what? Just um, before we've got a couple of minutes to break, and this is probably a huge question, so we may have to go on after the break with it. But what's the best way to, to determine the values of a company that perhaps um, you're, set, you're setting up? Yeah, I think 
that to determine the values of a company, and, and again, whatever the size of the company, there's got to be a personal engagement from the people within it. Um, I've seen companies do it the wrong way around, where they decide on a set of words and um, without getting the engagement of people within the company. Uh, and, it, and it needs to start at the top so with the senior leadership team. So if that's an entrepreneurial business, it might be one or two people. Or if it's a larger company, then you know the senior leadership team would be a really great place to start and get in their buy-in. And, and in the same principles as what we've been looking at, you know, what is important to that company and what's really important to the staff and getting their opinion um, all too often, companies go the other way around and say, what is important to the customer or to the person buying it? Now, I'm not saying you don't need to take that into consideration. You absolutely do. But it's got to come through from the inside of the business because it's the people that make the organization and values can't be forced on people. Um, so it's not about saying, OK, we're going to pick um, respect and, you know, customer service are our values and um, diversity. And then they all sound great words, but they've got to have meaning and they've got to also link to what is important to the people working there. Otherwise, you won't have an alignment yeah. and the people won't be engaged and they won't be motivated. You know, I certainly want my team to be brought into the company values, but through their own and, and it's actually interesting now because um, I've just taken an assistant on and all the questions that I've just given, you know, I asked her. I wanted to find out what her values were, first of all, um, to see if she meets with what's important to me and my business. Fantastic. We're going to go back over to another commercial break and we'll be over again with you shortly. <laughs> When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. If you currently or aspire to serve on a board or work in a leadership capacity for or with a public or nonprofit organization, where can you turn to get the best advice and practices? How about Leadership Matters with Dr. G? Our program discusses challenges facing both public and nonprofit leaders. Don't miss these practical solutions and tips to enhance your leadership style and effectiveness. Leadership Matters with Dr. G airs live Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Business Channel. The business community's first choice in Internet talk radio, Voice America Business Network. You are tuned in to Be More, Achieve More with your host, Chris Cooper. If you have a question or comment about our show, please direct your emails to info at bemoreachievemore.com. That's info at bemoreachievemore.com. Now, back to Chris Cooper. Hi, this is uh, Chris Cooper here again with uh, Joe Simpson. We're talking about values. And uh, Joe, we, we, we're talking about company values and setting them up. And I think what you said is that, you know, the, you start with the senior team and also we need to engage people in that de those development of values so they feel completely brought into them. And I, I just wondered if, uh, from your perspective, you know, what are the companies that you think are out there who are really getting this and and really truly living by their values yeah that's an, that's an interesting question let me um 
let me give you some values of a company and see if anybody can guess this. Just to, um, this is one company that I do believe really live by their values, and their values are no cynicism, nurturing and propagation of wholesome American values, creativity, dreams, and imagination, fanatical attention to consistency and detail, preservation and control of the magic. Have you got that one yet, Chris? Well, <laughs> I, I was actually trying to write them down, but the second one kind of, kind of partly blew my mind. Um, propagation, did you say? Promulgation of wholesome American values. But I think the key, the key ones for this company, creativity, dreams, imagination, you know, magic. Um, you know, what American company springs to mind when you hear those words? Um, well, I'm, I'm thinking that maybe creation, dreams, imagination, magic. I'm I'm just wondering whether we're we're talking about um maybe Disney or Yay you know? <laughs> <laughs> And you didn't know I was going to spring that one on you, did you? <laughs> pass, you pass. Thank you. But you know, when you when you look at those values and, and their core purpose that sits on that is to make people happy. And you know, when you look at Disney and its brand and you know, um, I, I was actually at Disney last year, um I think they do that. I think they, they just want to give you a great experience and um, and that's what they do. So I love that one and that's a real um, feel-good one. And one of the ones that I've been looking at recently is, um, um, is HSBC. And I think because a lot of the banks have had quite a bit of bad press with what's been happening, um, is you know, HSBC have, have really been taking steps. I, um, I went on their website and they had a, a survey for me to go on and, and do my own values. And, and I was thinking, oh, you know, it's, it's going to get to a point and then they're probably going to sell me something. And it didn't. And, and it just gave me this report on, and it was really very accurate. And um, I was in a local branch a couple of weeks ago and there was, um, you know, an older guy on the reception with a certificate behind him that said presented to him for living in line with the value of, um, I can't remember actually what it was. I think it was, it was integrity. And I said, oh, this is great. I said, you know, what's this about? He said, I'm really proud of it. He said, I've been recognized that I, I live and act these values. And I said, well, what, what do you mean by living and acting? Um, just to see what he said. And he said, well, you know, I make decisions based on, on the values and, and I've dealt with our customers based on the values. And that to me was a real, you know, example of a company that have got them alive and, and active. You know, they're not just there as wallpaper. Um, they are really being used. I, I'm just saying, I'm just thinking of, of of Mars, who I used to work for, and uh, and, and their values are still ingrained in me. And I didn't work. I was it probably the late '90s when I left them, um, but I can still reel them off. Uh, and absolutely everything, uh, you know, every decision was very much linked to those values. They acted as guides. Uh, Brilliant. Very powerful. And a very successful company, mm. and and I think you know that is the um, you know you look at companies that are successful and they've built themselves in a sustainable way based on the values. And I think um, you know another one that's probably very pertinent is is Apple. Um, when Steve Jobs left or was fired in the in the eighties and he went back in the nineties, he is actually cited that the first thing he did was he went to the core values. And he went back to the core values and said, let's build this company based on them. Now, he went, he was back there in, in 97. Now, Apple didn't sort of 
wasn't the huge success it is today overnight. It took time. But he built the company based on, on their values of design and innovation, ease and simplicity and quality. And again, when you look at, at Apple, well, I certainly can say, yeah, that is what you do. Yes. Um, you know, and, and their, their core purpose based on those values is people with passion can change the world for the better. And what I love about that, it's saying people with passion. It's not saying computers. It's not saying great looking computers. It's, it's about the people. And that's what business is about. It is about the people. Brilliant. Um, so, 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 uh, okay, so people with passion can change the world for the better. Um, what, um, what other kind of, you know, are there, are there any other companies that you've got, you know, sort of strings or, you know, messages attached to them that you really resonate with you from a values perspective? Um, I think probably one of the other ones, the, the sort of very known, um, worldwide one is um is nike yeah. nike's um their their core purpose again based on this is based on their values is they honor great athletes mm. and it's not in there about we make great running shoes although they do there's the honor of great athletes so you know within that they're they're honoring people who've done well in the world of sport it's again it's about the people not their not their product yeah it's, it's respectful isn't it it's mm. uh, yeah, it's it's respectful and authentic. Absolutely, Br brilliant. And uh, just a final kind of question before we we start to wrap up. What um, what are the key messages that you would like to leave people with from today? The key messages, I think, to to really understand what your values are. Ask yourself what is important and what do you enjoy. You know, and how do they link to your business? So what, what would, does your business need to stand for to link to who you are um, and to, to strive to make your decisions in line with your values, to set your goals based on your values, to look at the relationships you have with other people and understand them more, knowing that they will have a different set to you with different meanings. So, you know, basing your goals, making your decisions in line with your values and building relationships with other people. And I think they're probably the three key areas that your, your values will help you do. And if you do run your own business, to look at your own values first and then link that to what your business values are. I think uh, just want to add some extra weight to that, Joe, as mm. well, that I think is important is that, um, I've got some research which uh, suggests that you know those companies who are truly values driven financially outperform um, companies who are not um, values driven by you know th two three times. Yes. If, yeah, sometimes, absolutely. Sometimes more, and I guess you look at the performance of a company like Apple. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. phenomenal. I mean, and that that is just a great example. And I think it's it is about sustainability. You know, and you know, look at again, we're using the banks, but it's very relevant. But look at some of the banks and what has happened and they've crashed because and you've even had traders admitting that they're just driven by their monthly or quarterly targets and I've got to achieve that. There's a instant gratification society gone on there and, and that is never going to be sustainable. Joe, um thank thank you very much. I just want to say I really, really enjoyed 
today. I think uh, it's been absolutely fascinating. It's a really, really important subject, and it's one that uh, the you know, business has now got to listen to. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Yes, you've got to listen. You've got to listen to this. This is so important. Um, if you want to find out more about about values and more about uh, Joe, you can go to joesimpson.com. And so I say thank you very much, Joe. Been thank uh, you, Chris. Been My great pleasure. To on the show. Enjoyed it. Brilliant. So if you've got any questions or feedback, please do send it to info at bemoreachievemore.com or you can leave it on my Facebook page, facebook.com slash bemoreachievemore. I love to hear from people. I love to get uh, feedback on the, on the show. Uh, on uh, next week's show, I'll be talking to Peter Roper. Now, Peter is a best-selling author. He's also, when I first met him, he was the president of the Professional Speakers Association in the UK. And in 2006, his life really took a tumble. He went from the man who seemed to have everything uh, to bankruptcy when his cash flow failed. Now, he's going to talk to us about his learnings uh, to help us avoid going through the same issues or to help those who are dealing with them. And I think this is a really important question. I've, I've mentioned this before about business failure. And I think learning from people who've been through this and really come out the other end and made a huge success since is really important. And I think as Jim Beach said on our recent uh, interview, in the US, a failure is seen as a rite of passage. In the UK, it can be frowned upon and uh, it can be very distressing. And so any lessons I think are great. Um, he's got a new book called Running on Empty. Now, I don't generally promote people's books, but all the profits are going to charity to the Samaritan. So really looking forward to that interview with Peter next week. A huge thank you again to Joe. It's been wonderful having you on the show. And um, have a fantastic week, and we'll speak to you again soon. We thank you for listening to Be More, Achieve More. Please join your host, Chris Cooper, again next Friday at 8 a.m. U.S. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Enjoy your week. <laughs>